Hey guys, welcome to your favorite radio show. It's your best girl, Cherish, with a double R. Today, we are here again to serve you even better. We have amazing content in store for you from the interview segment to the conversations. But before we go into business, we're going to be going on a short music break. For our music break, we're playing All in One Night by Marco Fontaine. Do enjoy. Uh, big up on ourselves once again. My name is Tosion, a.k.a. African Rasta. Keep listening to Free Smoke Radio. Free smoke, they pon scene right now. African Rasta say so. Ra. Welcome back, guys. That was All in One Night by Marco Fontaine. And if you're just joining us, this is the Big Dot Radio Show. Now we're moving straight into the interview segment. So I'm going to be introducing our very amazing guest, and you'll hear it from him yourself. Nigerian musician and designer Marco Fontaine burst on the music scene with critically acclaimed debut EP. Midnight Shenanigans 2020, dazzling fans with tracks like Euphoria, King, and Wavy, molding a genre unto himself fed by his love for hip-hop slash trap, alternative, and more. The Definitive Project was an ode to all the things that built the foundation of who Marco Fontaine is, a genre agnostic, creative, creative force to be reckoned with. Alongside the fresh sounds, Marco Fontaine also owns a clothing brand, Misfits Boulevard. His inspirations and creativity are said to be the outlandish, to be outlandish and daring with his and with his sudden rise in the music and fashion industry, there is no barrier he wouldn't be breaking in the years to come. Please join me make welcome Marco Fontaine. Marco Fontaine, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good to have you around. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going straight into the interview segment. So briefly right. tell us about yourself, some personal stuff we don't know from your real name okay. to your family and stuff that we'd like to know. Okay, um, my real name is um, Emmanuel. Finally. Ekpo Ebeshi. I know a lot of people are surprised. Ekpo, where did that come from? Because um, I'm not ethic. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm from Norton Cross River. I'm from Bekwara, to be precise. Okay. Yeah, um... Um, I have five siblings. I uh, four, four siblings. Yeah, I'm the last. Um, mm. Baby yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah, baby boy vibes. Yeah, and um, okay. So I've been making music from um, since I was 18. I started writing, and then I made my first um, song. My first single was "Reup," which was released in 2017. Okay. And um, since then, I've just been working, making music doing what I love to do, creating, and uh, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. nice. You've made, you, I mean, you've come this far. That's nice. Yeah. Okay, so um, I, I'm going to ask, what inspired the name Marco Fontaine? Where did you get it from? Okay, um, when I first started making music, my name was Marco Hayes. That was um, way back 2017, yeah? Well, I wonder, how did you get that one, Seth? Oh, um, <laughs> I used to... I used to call myself the Heisman, yeah? Okay. It was a nickname. But when I started making music, I had to just keep it simple. Marco was what everybody has always known me as. A lot mm -hmm. of people just have one um, one nickname. I had a couple. I have a lot of nicknames that I call myself. I like to refer to myself as something I want to be or something I want to project. Yeah. Yeah. So if... If I want, if I feel a certain type of way, or I'm in a certain state of mind, I could call myself something that suits that state of mind. Okay. So at the time, I was being a bit introverted. I was keeping to myself. So basically, a Heisman is someone who doesn't like to be around people. Someone okay. who likes to be in his confined space. Yeah. Yeah. So that was 
hence the name Marco Hayes, short form from highs and all that. Yeah, so um, then I wasn't feeling like that person anymore. I was now more, I was out there, yeah. I was making a lot of friends, I was tapping in, and then I found myself in a in a, in a place where I was being very creative. I was coming up with ideas. There are times my 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 friends would hit me up and they'll run an idea by me and on the spot I'll tell them how to go about it. Yeah. So I felt like a fountain of knowledge and creativity. Oh. So I changed the name from Marco Hayes to Marco, Marco Fountain. Yeah. Why didn't you just say Marco Fountain? No, I had to. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't, sounded, it doesn't yeah, sound it doesn't cool. Sound cool. Yeah. So Fountain is Italian for fountain. So. Oh. That's nice because I think I I am a fan of using like foreign languages to um, like uh, when I was naming my business I had to mix French and Spanish just because I'm a fan of using like foreign languages to name a thing and then when people actually discover the English meaning it's it's it can just be bare but then yeah. the foreign language name just makes it sound oh yeah, it seems yeah, cool so it's cool. Okay, now, what were your parents' first reaction when you told them that you wanted to go into music? Was there, like, a lot of support? Because typical Nigerian homes, uh, they'd be like, ah, music, where your mates are there, being lawyers and this and that. So what were their first reactions? Well, um, this is how it, the first conversation I had with my parents concerning music, this is how it happened. When I put out my first single, Re-Up, the day I had my first radio interview, I was supposed to go to the station, but it was re- it was raining that day, and then I wasn't I didn't know how to drive and all. Okay. So my neighbor was headed that way, so he decided to give me a lift. So when we got to the radio station, he dropped me off and he was like, he asked me for the frequency and I told him. So he said he was going to tune in to yeah. listen to me, yeah. and he did. So the next day, my dad came into town. The next day, my mom as well. So he came to say hello to them and as he walked in he saw me and he screamed Marco Hayes <laughs> my dad was like ah, how does this guy know your nickname and then he, he now told my dad wow he heard me on the radio yesterday and I was I sounded really cool and wow. all that he liked my song that wow. later I could send it to him I was like oh nice so my dad now came to my room after he had left and he was like okay play this song for me and I did I played it and he was like okay this is nice like if this is what you want to do it's cool but you just have to finish school and all of that and then chase your dream so wow it wasn't really a big conversation yeah. it's just yeah it wow just, that's yeah. nice compared to a lot of other young artists and even young creatives yeah. in different spheres you know even if you say you want to act or <laughs> i don't even know there's just this mindset of um, you must do a professional course or you must go to school you must do this and do that so I'm happy that you actually had like a smooth yeah. starting out with your parents and they have been supporting you to this moment well the yeah they support me like yeah they they, they talk about my music wow. you know, whenever they're with their friends they say yeah he makes music okay. yeah stuff like that which counts a lot that yeah. counts so yeah, much counts, yeah. yeah okay so um what inspires your music okay um random stuff like basically my experiences in life like something could happen here today and i could make a song about it eh. basically just basically. would you make a song about this our show well that's something we can talk about later okay okay so like any things just happen randomly and okay that's nice so tell me um or tell us some of the challenges that you faced so far in your music career and how you have managed to overcome them okay yeah um when i started making music I think the biggest challenge I had was financing okay. at first, yeah. going to this 
radio and um, so going to the studio to record and paying for your studio session because there's some stuff you'd like to work on Bas- some creatives like to think out of the box i believe i'm one of those people okay. and it's not every producer that is seeing stuff that way so some of them would bill you extra because you're not doing things the way they are used to doing it so my sessions are always kind of crazy and yeah so that was a challenge so what i had to do is i had to create relationships with certain producers um we became really close like close like we could be we're basically homies we're very close sure yeah we became like friends and all so i could easily at the time i was working with osh um yeah osh then i could easily hit up my producer and be like yo i need to work but right now this thing is on like it's on my mind and i can't let it go so let's let's link and work i'll probably just get gas for his gen and all okay, and yeah, link yeah, up yeah. in the studio and work all night stuff like that or i could rent out maybe a like a room for us to just stay so that we are in that space together we are vibing and we are connecting what's happening to each other's frequency you know and we'll create something that was how i started out because i know i could not do that with every producer so i had to just pick someone that understands my yeah. sound and is willing to make that sacrifice with me you know yeah that's nice so like it's majorly finances yeah finances and okay another thing is um i feel uh, most of the times when I perform, a lot of people in the crowd don't really understand the direction yeah. of my musical content. So it's always hard vibing with the crowd. No matter how you try, they'll just be dead ass looking at you. Like, <laughs> so uh, what are you doing about this? Because like the they're they're they the most important yeah, people, right? Yeah. So I feel like that's something I need to like really work on, find a way to really get my stuff out there. So before the crowd even hears me perform. They must have heard my song over and yeah, over and over. Yeah. So it's easy for them to vibe to it now. Well, we wish you all the best as you overcome all these challenges. Yeah, thank you so much. So now in your bio, I read that you have a clothing line. Yeah, I do. Miss, Miss, Miss Fitz Boulevard. Fitz Boulevard. Yeah. What inspired that? I mean, have you always known that you wanted to be in the fashion line? Yeah, actually, even before I started making music, I always had love for fashion. In When I was in secondary school, most of my classmates that I used to wear maybe natives and all I used to design it oh. yeah all of them I used to design it I used to sketch it out I was in secondary yeah. school then I'll sketch it out and they'll all stick it we had the same tailor so they'll practically take it to the tailor and the tailor me and the guy were really close so I would explain the design to him and he would yeah he would realize it and all he would actualize it rather oh. so I've always had love for fashion but now I, I changed my creative direction to um, mostly streetwear Okay. Yeah, and merchandise like all my T-shirts are Misfits Boulevard. Okay. I don't wear any other brand anymore. Wow. All of them are Misfits Boulevard. And are they affordable? Yeah, I believe they are affordable. You believe? I believe they are affordable. <laughs> See, oh, you're telling us that you believe. Yeah, I I feel like they are not outrageous compared yeah. to yeah. They are and affordable. it's like I mean, it's quality stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm wearing Misfits Boulevard right now. Wow, I wish this was like a TV show yeah, where I they feel, could yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. But it's fine. Shall they will hear me saying that it's fine? So yeah, <laughs> you're doing well. Forever, so when yeah. did you start Misfits Boulevard? Mm, I started Misfits Boulevard in 2019. Okay. Yeah, 2019. So um. What I did was when I went for my NYC, I was I started creating a lot of from camp. I, I think I started when I before I left to camp here. Yeah. yeah. I was already making the designs. So when I got out of camp, I started printing my first set of tees. But 
I didn't put them out on sale yet because okay. I needed it to be perfect before I let I send it out there. So very important. Yeah, yeah. So Miss Fist Boulevard is out there, but it hasn't been officially like we haven't done a pop up yet. Yeah. So there's if you want to buy, we could take your order and we could make something for you. But we've not started putting it in the market because I really wanted to get to a level where as soon as it drops, everybody wants to wear it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying. That's to do. nice. So how do you combine? music and fashion i mean it's not like it's it's hard but then people just feel like if you're doing music you know you should do music but then we don't we rarely see music artists who have like an interest or who are even going into fashion like full-time yeah the thing is combining music and fashion i don't feel it's hard anyway because they complement each other okay yeah so as a musician, one of the reasons why people like you, aside your music or aside your persona, is how you dress. Yeah. Yeah. So if they're looking at you to check out what you're wearing, you might as well be wearing your own design. Yeah. So, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, exactly. So you're doing free advertising for your brand and all, and everybody was like, wow, he wore this T-shirt. I like it. Let me go copy it. Too. I want to look like him. And yep. then they now come and it's actually your it's brand. Actually your brand. Well, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. I love your entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. Okay. Aside fashion and music, what other passions do you have? Hmm. I like I like writing. You like writing. I like writing. Okay. Yeah. I started. Well, I did. I never really finished any book, but I started writing a couple. That's it. That's a huge step. At yeah. least if you start, it's better than some of us yeah. that will just have it in our heads. Yeah. I write a lot. I um an, another interest I have is um okay. I I like to I like to impact knowledge. Okay. Yeah, I a lot of people don't know this part of my life, but I actually worked as um a software engineer for like a year and a half. Wow. Yeah. So during that time, basically, what I was just doing was I was training uh, a bunch of people yeah. in companies and how to use softwares that were built by me and my team okay. and it was fun like it was something i s- i realized that i love doing so also are we are we looking to see you in the ict sector anymore yeah, for sure like god I'm, <laughs> I'm tapping in like anywhere that i feel like i could impact something yeah, yeah. and get money too yeah sure uh, always <laughs> about the bag one wow this is like really incredible i mean most of your passions are things that are um when i say bankable skills like things you can actually make money from and also affect lives with so right about now we're moving to the end of this session okay so i'd like you to do a little freestyle for us wow okay this just took me by surprise but i think i could come up with something please by all means (laughs) okay took a while for me to see this yeah i couldn't tell you were hurting you say it's my fault but i had no clue because i was caught up in the moment the shows were way too late with after parties and groupie checks plus i had a fetish for boiling so me and my woe stay wilding been sipping liquor losing my composure i made some silly decisions i need to work on my flaws but girl who would i be without all of this the boiling the pimping they make me feel so alive and you don't understand how I'm living, and I can't exist without leaving. Oh. 
<laughs> don't worry, okay. the crowd they're they are giving you the yeah, yeah, innovation yeah. right now. That was nice. That was yeah. nice. But don't worry, I'm still trying to like connect to some of the lines, but I think oh, I could okay. understand. I feel like if you should listen to it again. Yeah, might, I yeah. will, I will. That's nice. Thank you so much, Marco Fantine, right, for thank gracing you for having the me. show. Yeah. We look forward to amazing things in the coming years. Same okay here. guys Thank you very much. that this is the end of the interview segment and we'll go on a short music break right now for our music break where i'm playing colo by our very own marco fontaine do enjoy we will be back for the conversation uh big up on ourselves once again my name tosion aka african rasta keep listening to free smoke radio free smoke depon scene right now african rasta say so Ra. Welcome back, guys. That was Colo by Marco Fontaine. And right now, we're moving straight into the conversations. Tonight, I have two amazing young ladies with me in the studio. You've heard their voices before on the show. My delectable co-host, PJ Fonz and P. Usani. Why is everybody with P today? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Give it up Give it for, up for who missed me, who missed me, who missed we me. We all did, we all did. Oh, so much love. So much love. Hi, everybody. So oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's I don't know. Today. Okay, I didn't come back with my pigeon. So, <laughs> what's happening to this young lady today? What's wrong with you? Can we help you? Oh, Mama is here for you. Say something. I said I need money. Ah. Okay, before she 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 finish our vibe. So today we're talking about something really interesting. Um, we're all ladies, and we're going to be talking for the guys today because ah, we're advocating gender balance. <laughs> so tonight is for the guys. So today we're going to be talking about outrageous bride prices and requirements for marriage. I remember last some episodes ago we did um, something on Nigerian weddings, weekdays versus weekends, outrageous weddings, and all of that. But today we're talking about bride prices that are over the top and requirements for marriage. So my two ladies here are going to be like we're going to be trashing out the issue back to back so let's start from pj font uh, what jobs do you say starting with pj font please rest i beg we all miss you okay so we have that with tell you. me you miss yeah we did not voice. miss you praise don't even look at me like that <laughs> okay outrageous bride price and outrageous marriages okay I, I really don't know where to start from okay let me start from somewhere okay please so in our Nigerian society, typical Nigerian society, we have the traditional marriage and then white weddings even optional right now. And most of the time when somebody says, Okay, I want to marry your daughter, I saw a flower in your compound, I'll be in your in your home that I want to pluck all those dry lines that they used to use. <laughs> we need dry <laughs> and they indicate their interest with the introduction. Then there's this thing, there's the custom of having bright prices, right? So at least something that depending on the tribe or the ethnic group people have different customs some people they would charge you as if you're buying like a new car others would charge you maybe very low because they they have the belief that they're not selling their daughters out but now there are a lot of um ethnic groups there are a lot of states or a lot of places in nigeria where more the bride price eh, if you use our set of business blow self i'm not talking about bride price yeah we're talking about the Price itself. The price itself. The list. Let's leave the list. The price price itself. The price itself is not actually very expensive. It depends. It depends on the 
Please, mama, it's not 15 naira. Oh, bread not price. The price itself is not. Oh, are you expensive. talking for it's your other, community? It's, it's the other expenses. Are you talking for your community? Like gallons of oil, <laughs> tubers of yam, the father's shoe, the father's wristwatch. I, I, I think my dad did that, but. <laughs> But then I don't think the price itself is very. Um, the price itself Speak is not. Yeah, you're speaking for your community. Okay. What I saw in my sister's wedding. She's still speaking for her. The price itself, it's 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 really low. But okay. then it's the least. Or oh, I mean, the mother has a list. The father has his list. If you have brothers, the brothers have their list. If you have names, the grandparents have their list. So I think that's what makes it outrageous. Okay. 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 Thank you. Now, um, um, PJ Fonts shared a very, very juicy story with me like some days ago <laughs> about bride price. This is my nose delete. That's why I say you should speak for your community. The list inclusive, babe. Yeah. Well, let's talk about bride price first. For my own community, I have my uncle got married to an Igbo lady. Not to shame any community or any tribe, but then like there are just places that the bride price is actually very exorbitant, and then the list on his own. So with that from the bride price, there are like two different things. It's almost like um you are on a quest to I don't even know how to put it, but to sell your daughter. Actually. So PJ Fons, please share your story with us so that we'll prove praise wrong. Okay, okay. So one fine deal. I was headed back home and a conversation in the taxi ensued. And the man was like, he's getting married. To, and, and you know, now when you hear, I'm getting you, he married. He wanted to shoot his shot at, um, at Joel. So uh, let's, mm. can we skip to the good part? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, um, the, where did I stop? The man, he was getting married. Okay, he said he was getting married. And uh, you know how we like love now. I was like, oh, congratulations. I love love. I love love, guys. <laughs> so I was like, oh, congratulations. He was like, ah. Don't congratulate me first. So. And then the driver got really interested in the conversation. The driver was like, ah, waiting up, waiting to stop for you. And he used pigeon. And then he started talking about him getting married to a girl and how much he he wants to stop whatever he's doing, but he had already proceeded with the payment. So he was talking about the list first. And then he showed me the list on his phone. Wow. Great grandfather list. Great grandmother. Grandfather, grandmother, mother, father, sister, brother, namesake. I'm not exaggerating, guy. Okay. And then the list, even even the great grandfather, they say pair of undies. <laughs> ha! I can't even remember what was in the list. And then the list, the total was one million. We saw the list. This will not be like, see, I just they come tell on our story yeah. what happens. I, I see her with my two eyes. So the man was like, I, I just the list. Oh yeah, bride price. Now he was like, bride price said they said on the list to be discussed with the groom's fa- with the bride's father, and then the, the guy was just talking that he does not even know whether it's because he's a banker. That's why they're making the list outrageous for him. That he told them to he begged them for to reduce the list, and then he's they're, they're like, is the culture, and then I asked the question. I was like. Is it the how is it the culture? If you just like if you just, if you can just talk very well with the parent, and then the man made me to understand something that the the grooms the brides why am I saying groom <laughs> the bride's parents don't have a say because it's the kindred now. Yeah. 
the father cannot say anything because yeah. he has already eaten for other people's from other people's court <laughs> see? <laughs> but i'm like wow if the bride price is to be discussed with the groom father yes. what's the fate of this man yeah i think aside the culture i think also for some families it's poverty because they feel like it's at that point when their daughter is about to get married that they are going to exploit someone. Yeah, your yeah. fortune. Aside, aside culture, sometimes it's poverty because I don't think someone that actually has, maybe it yeah. still happens. It's, it, it, it still happens, but I think part of it is poverty because at that point, like, okay, you buy 100 tubers of yam, get a shoe I've not gotten in um, a thousand Hollandaise, George. It's actually, I'm, I mean, as much as I'm not supporting the fact that men should maltreat their wives, I think that's why some men feel like Exactly, exactly. Because the, um, what? No, I did not. I did not purchase yeah, you to come and to come and misbehave in my house. Yeah, with while you guys are on this, the guy said something. He said that when he's done paying all those bills and marrying the daughter, let him see any family related that is going to step leg on his veranda. That's what he said. <laughs> and with this. Yeah, I mean, how many more people are going through this? Like, a lot of people. I, I remember when my uncle was getting married, he got married to an Igbo lady from Abia States. Omo, I sat down with him in the parlor that night. He couldn't sleep. <laughs> he was going through the list of things. And even the bride price, too. I, I can't mention the amount, but it was actually really high. And then the list was not like, it was typed, like, three different pages, three di like different lists. <laughs> yes, it's typed. You see community, this compound, like, that is that this. bad. And I'm, I'm like, okay, Especially now that young, young people are getting married, you know, starting small, people yeah. are trying to stand on their feet. How are the elderly people encouraging these young men and even women? Self? They are not encouraging them because if somebody should be paying for just least one millionaire, you've not spoken about the wedding dress. Yeah, and then right, they expect their the daughters wedding. to get into this marriage and then they want her to have a scene in her house. And they use the AC money to pay. <laughs> <laughs> when they use the AC money to pay lists. <laughs> God. I think that's one of the reasons why um, a guy will not get married until he has his yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because, I mean... Oh, see sense now. I mean, just to get married to someone, I mean, you just have to... You spend that much. Then, how are you supposed to feed? Yeah. And then there's this You've never talked about planning for the wedding first. Kind of tradition in the air that after the wedding, you have to go for honeymoon in some place. <laughs> how are you some supposed place to fancy. spend? <laughs> Thank you for saying it's in the air. <laughs> because, I mean, you spend that much on the wedding. You go for honeymoon and then you come home to sip Gary when you, like, fed like a thousand people I, I there was a wedding around my house although this one she she's i think she's up to 50 she just got married you need to see the coolers <laughs> i'm sure that we didn't go for the wedding but it's like where we are staying was empty <laughs> i'm not even kidding like almost everybody, everybody went for that wedding not to talk of people that are not staying around there wow and not to talk of people that are coming from the man's yeah. side and from the village safe yeah so i mean like you know, there was a time that I think we had this discussion in a little meeting I went to. And then the, the pastor anchoring this was like, how? Somebody that he has seen somebody that rides, that is riding bike. <laughs> and then on the wedding day, he's well-dressed. He has spent so much. He has even loaned money. And then after the wedding, you are still climbing the Okada again. Uh -uh. Why spend so much for just a day celebration? Yeah. 
this yeah. thing this thing is really pushing people into a whole lot really um uh, like what i can say is first of all the mindset of the society like how everybody has just you know when your friend's wedding was big how will your own be small like this that's, whole, that's their own mindset like, a lot of people not just that's their own a lot of people actually it, think that way I think we should actually get to PJ that point. you're so pained right now. I am pained. <laughs> we should actually get to that point where we can make decisions for ourselves. Not because of what people are doing. <laughs> or because of what we are seeing. And yeah, then, uh, even spe- speaking on making decisions for ourselves, the ladies too, even in the list, although it's custom, yes, but you can actually speak to your parents. I remember I was even telling you, yeah. my mom, when my dad was getting married to my mom, they were just starting out. And the whole list and everything my mom has to go and speak to her father's people she's like i beg i beg i beg you should reduce something for this man he's a young man he's not nobody's giving him. and then funny enough my my dad's parents did not approve of my mom so there was no support from like the groom's yeah. family you get wow it was just like my dad and maybe his brothers even the brothers have let's not even go there but my mom like acted a strategic role in ensuring that in ensuring that the list was actually reduced from my dad so that he could get something meaningful yeah. and at a subsidized rate. So I think the ladies also have like a part to to play. Yeah, so um the girls actually have a role to play. Yeah. Because when I asked this man, I was like, What is your baby girl saying? He was like, She said that's the custom. And he actually sounded coldly to me. I mean, I want to get married. I like this the love guy. Will even finish. Uh-uh. Okay, you want to marry me? Seriously, the love will finish now. Nah. Finish like when you we want to marry you. For instance, we've been dating for three to two years. You want to get married? It's not take five years to pay bride price. I'll be. B- List. And this thing should actually be discussed. That's why people, most people actually dread marrying from some certain places because they're like, ah, is it emo state? I beg, don't go jail. Emo states there because everybody knows that one. Like, ah, you know, the man said it. He first asked me, where are you from? And then I'm, I said, cross river city. He was like, ah, no, I for shoot my shot. But as if, I was like, uh-uh. He said, but as it be cross river, no go shoot my shot. And that was what made me. I, was I don't like, even think we're even that bad song? here in cross river. It's not that bad though. No, he just said it generally because... He's a, he's a Delta man, okay. and he does not have an idea of what yeah. it is like because he just feels like Akwaibuma and Cross River have yeah, something yeah, yeah, related. Yeah. yeah, so that's why he said that, and that was what ensued. That's what made this conversation further. And talking then, about like, the marriage and all. Speaking of weddings, I don't even think it's 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 not a crime for the both families to contribute to make the wedding successful. Actually, like, you could actually help out with stuff, whether you're the bride's family or the groom's family. Like, I had my one of my senior friends that got married. They are both Yoruba, and so the wedding was in Lagos. Guess what? The bride's family like took most of the expenses, and the the groom's family the groom's family were just supposed to take care of like thirty percent because they wanted their daughter's day to be colorful, and they didn't mind That's if they were the ones. The if you really want your daughter to actually marry very well. Yeah, you support should support. Her. I mean, there's no, there's no harm in supporting because these people are starting life together. Actually. And what used to annoy me most is when you start hearing comments because I've heard so many comments like, ah, that guy married my daughter, and then look at the house she's saying, no fridge, <laughs> you no pot, <laughs> no this, no that. When the money that he paid for the lease is on your body, you're wearing it from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Okay, so this is like a very, very serious issue. And then you say something like, um, how would my friend get married big and then I'll not get married big? I mean, then you should work on yourself. I That's mean, why they, they, they You want to marry big. Have big money. <laughs> get the money. Make the money do the talking. Because it's, I, I don't see a problem if two people want to get married. And then the guy says, and the, and the girl wants to support. 
I mean, we are getting married. The girl definitely has support, but she that is to, to the extent so. to which she supports. Is it five percent we're talking about? Uh-huh. Or- <laughs> <laughs> you see, you 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 give somebody the list of one M. You still want to buy imported wedding gown? I, I you want to even order? You want to rent, let your tailor rent come from outside the country? K guy, as in. You say 500k, on and then, 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 have you even calculated where they are going to be having the traditional marriage? How they are going to transport their age grade, their university age friends, grade. secondary school, even their name. You know some people you have to actually like pay the transport of the village people that are coming. And they come. <laughs> <laughs> so must they come? They have their own problems, so they may bring witchcraft. I mean, they, do they have to come? Look at Kemi and Etiba's wedding. Like it was big. Okay, I don't know what really happened, but. I feel like she also contributed to that wedding because she she's also made. Yeah. I mean, you are you just finished secondary school, sorry, the university. <laughs> you want to get married? Okay, fine. Nobody says you should not get married, but then you want to kill the man. Like, then like, then after after you not saying, babe, since we got married, you've reduced. How do you want him to add? <laughs> See, like, I'm, I'm I'm a serious advocate for like early marriage, but then to early marriage, just like we said before, like um, it should be what one of your long-term goals. So if you have a goal, you should be working towards it. Financial stability should be Financial. one of your primary, like, would I say goals in vision, visualizing your it marriage. Should be primary, secondary, tertiary, all. Let's be in all. Major. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so we're drawing to the end of this conversation. I hope you guys are learning a lot because, uh, Omar, for me, I don't think... My, okay, my father wants... We are five girls. You all know. Oh, money, money. One M is for little. No, 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 no. I'm just saying no, because... Why didn't we ah, come on. Aibu should not attack me. What, what is it? What is it? So I'm just saying it because of the like, topic. People just see my dad. They're like, you have five girls. Oh, more. You're going to blow during that wedding. My father's like... One day he was like, why are you guys talking as if the bread price is not just like maybe 20 naira or so? So I think so it's when... Actually, from where where I come from, not everywhere where I come from, the bread price is actually low. But then the least. Oh, I like that I'm hearing this. So I think it's majorly crushed over said that their bread price are like five naira, ten naira. As much as I don't have so much knowledge on that yet. Yeah, you should actually find out. Not the day that you want to marry. Do not come back. I have an pre- idea of how the list is, but I don't have an idea of how much the bread price is. And then you could actually yet. talk to your parents. I mean, I, and another thing is, I think this should be a conversation where we just chip in gradually. You must not have a boyfriend before you start talking about marriage yeah, with your mom or even your dad to get to know things and then to chip in your conversations, your sorry, your ideas, little by little. It's just like you pushing things to the, to Some the front. Some people should go and have these conversations with their parents. <laughs> like we do. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm just like, saying, I'm like, some of you should. <laughs> So oh, well, so they have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> my brother. I mean, these conversations are very important, including even intermarriage and intramarriage, because there are some parents that do no, even that support. Is, that is another, is another, another topic. topic yeah, so that while I will not come and bust on, because seriously, your engagement. Even, even as I, mean, I already know that there are certain places I will yeah. not allow to marry from, or even if I want to, it's going to be an more. issue. Yeah. Like, and then to me, I really think that this this is. A stereotype that I I hear so much. I'm like ah, that guy is from Akwaibum. Go forbid. Yeah, I mean you won't blame so them because we've had our experience. That's, that's the first thing that always. No, when but you, you know, I actually had an issue with Kroshiviran guys. I'm like I don't want to ever hear or smell like any Kroshiviran guy coming close to me because I don't know. I just don't like my village guys. So I think. <laughs> but wait though, that's the same thing when a guy is talking about uh, about a lady and then he's like. 
that's how all girls are. And then me, I'm going to be like, not every girl. But you know, ladies is like even that. do it more. Like that's how all men are. That's how acquirable men are. <laughs> <laughs> men are scum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, what what are we saying basically? Um, have these conversations with your parents. I I know a lot of young people are listening to this show. Like. Have these conversations with your parents. Be your aunties, please. Your aunties can as well relate this conversation. No, your parents with talk family to your aunties, members. Aunties are very difficult. When once you just have any family member that you know used to rapport with, please gradually just be bringing it because those family members, trust me, they have children as Actually, well. Actually, I think that's why I like my dad for that because he doesn't allow like family members decide. Yeah, right. We don't like, do. We don't shout do. Out to you, daddy. <laughs> he doesn't allow family members like decide for him. Like, and I, I think there's one thing I really admire about him. He can actually fight the whole village <laughs> to, like, to, to make sure that... Ho- not, it's not like he doesn't listen to other yeah. people, but he, he knows when you're actually trying to, like, run him down. Because be, because of some sort of people that do... Some of them don't even know you until you're about to get married. I mean, like, they, they played and no role in your life. It's so traditional. The final thing that they have is say in your marriage and then you know, and you end up not getting married to the love of your life because some old folks that you don't even know. I mean, they are, are married and they are enjoying want, their marriage. marriage. Are you sure they are enjoying their marriage? Want a list okay, of, want, want list of sure. tibas of yam that will finish in like if that they were even eating this thing for the rest of their lives it's not like like, okay okay, somebody's opening door for them or something (laughs) okay so so. i think with what you said should we say that it's not all communities that have this kindred thing as in they'll say grandfather community said this i don't i don't believe i think all communities actually have but then your parents need to be strong-willed and then it does if they understand with you that okay mm. like now for instance my sister said she doesn't want to do her traditional marriage in the village because um, uh, even me i don't want to so we just talk to her dad like and my father doesn't even like village people things like that yeah, i don't want to do my traditional as far as my father has a land a land here i can actually do or even if you said land. you can even rent an event center nobody should travel and come please we are going to say to you guys um it's not good and at least got, we have the money. If we don't have the money, you manage yam and you maybe foul. I have a friend that when she was getting married, when she was getting married, she didn't even go to the village for anything. Are you serious? Her parents just went there. She's rebellious. <laughs> Her parents just went there, paid everything. Okay, you get. Came back here and just had a little ceremony that was sort of, it looked like giving an introduction. Yeah. And I think that's more. Okay that's okay I can with just me. Say, ah, maybe five of my really good friends. There you go, we're among the five. Yeah, <laughs> do you do, okay let's not let, let's not shake the table so five of my really good friends and maybe my partner can bring five of his as well and my family relatives we just do our small thing and go yeah, right. that's why that's why people are actually you forgot the neighbors neighbors they, they give me 15 you forgot like church members church members they can have representatives a way among my church and marriage by ivy it's, it's not i'm not even joking <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you now we still see marriages where people just marriage, do traditional marriage and white wedding on the same day. That's stressful, like, but let's It's really stressful. How, you would dance. How many times <laughs> would you dance? You would change clothes, maiden dress. Let, oh, please. Okay, let's not go there. So we're wrapping this up. Yeah, we are. Why are you smiling? <laughs> Actually, outside this country, they get married at 19 and 20 because you can just go to the church, meet the priest. You can even elope, step and nobody's not. There was even even a movie that we, we, that I saw. 
See the way the guy, the guy even got married without telling his parents. He just came, Mom, myself and this person, we are married. We're not advising you to do that. It's a movie. Yes, it's a movie, but I'm just trying to communicate how they just make getting married really easy and then they That's understand. They make getting divorced very easy too. Okay, please, I'm not talking again. <laughs> Okay, so we're wrapping this up, guys. But our major point is, um, young people, please have conversations with your parents. Ladies, you're getting married to a young guy. I beg. Even if he doesn't have so much money. No Look forward to chipping in. No, no pressure. <laughs> Look forward to chipping in, supporting as much as possible. And talking to your parents and your... Let them talk to your kindred, please. I beg. Don't come kindred. and stress our guys. Kindred. Wait, kindred <laughs> self. They don't even <laughs> know what this is. Okay. Okay, so we're calling it a night do not forget to follow us on all our insta or social media platforms yeah look forward to uh Afropen 2.0. Okay, okay please please, um, <laughs> please don't talk while i'm talking thank you <laughs> he has reduced <laughs> he has reduced <laughs> he's looking aged babe you know looking is like that, the way i miss you is that this, that's draining him please consider his mental health oh my god <laughs> That's not good there. <laughs> okay, guys, we're calling it a night. Look forward, anticipate our Afropunk 2.0 gods and greets. It's dropping in a few days. We're going to wow you guys. And I mean, you could always stream this show. If you're not available, as it's available as a podcast on any podcast platforms. Um, don't forget I'm your best girl, Cherish with the double R. Um, what else? Enjoy yourselves. To seal this night, we're going to be leaving you with Barbas. Banaba Story by Kiss Daniel. Enjoy.